Welcome to the Homeopathy for Mommies radio show. Your host, Sue Meyer, is a Catholic wife and homeschool mom of 11. She shares her knowledge of the study of natural alternative medicine with you. While this show is not intended to diagnose or name any disease, through her experience, Sue will share helpful information to help you further your study into the amazing world of homeopathy. And now, here's your host, Sue Meyer. Hello, and welcome to Homeopathy for Mommies. This is Sue Meyer. Today we're going to take a couple of minutes, and we're actually going to talk a little bit about allergies. There's hardly any of us that aren't affected in some way by an allergy. And if it's not ourselves, then it's someone we know and love. So, in all honesty, it's just like, what is an allergy? (laughs) And the funny part about that is it's a lot of people understand that allergies are just things that we have a sensitivity to. But why do we have allergies? The funny thing is, is I remember when I was a kid one summer, and I guess it was the summer after I had my smallpox vaccination, that because we used to bale a lot of hay. My dad rented a lot of acreage, and we baled a lot of hay, just the small square bales, you know. My two older brothers were pretty tough little jiggers, <laughs> and they, they, well, I would help unload the hay. And my younger brother, who was two years younger than I, he, we were on the wagons all the time. My two older brothers were up in the hay mile, but they also had to load the hay on the wagons. And we worked really, really hard all, all the time. Anyway, it was fun, though. Mom and Dad always made it fun. Mom would always bring watermelon and our lunch out to the field every day. It was, it was a lot of fun. But this one particular summer, I became so affected by the heat. And it was kind of that time where I was becoming a girl and all that good stuff. Anyway... That summer, I could hardly handle the heat, but the hay as well. It's like, what? You know, and I would feel really weak and I would feel really tired. And I just, anyway, so it was the summer. It's the only summer I remember having anything that you would kind of think of as allergies. But honestly, I didn't even know what the word allergies was until I was, I was on the, I was getting on the school bus. I was 15 years old to go to a track meet. And one of the girls, I got on the bus that morning and she was sitting in, the seat crying. And I'm like, what's the matter? And she looked at me, she goes, oh, allergies. And uh, seriously, she was like, her face was all red. She was, the tears were rolling. And I thought she was crying. I thought somebody died. And that's how bad she had allergies. And her dad was a chiropractor. And I'm like, I can, <laughs> she, she looked at me and because I said, what's that? You know, thinking allergies was some dread death disease, you know? <laughs> I have allergies. And I'm like, what's that? Really, I had never heard the word allergies before. And so I don't know if people just didn't have allergies when I was a kid, if I was just completely clueless. But that was my first exposure to the word allergies. And after that, I didn't, you never heard of people having allergies when I was a kid. Anyway, I, I experienced allergies when I quit smoking. Um, the first time I was 27 years old and my husband said, Oh, if you quit smoke, if we quit smoking, we can buy a camper. And so I'm like, okay. So I quit smoking cold Turkey and I'm not kidding you. It was in the spring and I developed such terrible allergies. I was ready to go back to smoking. It lasted about three months, but my eyes would just water and my nose would water. And I just, I could hardly breathe. And I would just tell my husband, and it would kind of come and go a little bit, but it was always there. It was just, it never went away. And my my body had to detox. That's how much I had to detox. 
That's an example of what happened. Everything, everything had to shift. And so anyway, it took about three months for myself, my body to get over it. And then I was fine. And I never experienced allergies again until later when I became extremely toxic again, when I was, you know, like, I don't if you're a member from our members corner, I've been telling my story, uh, what I was exposed to then. And then I developed allergies again. And even to this day, I'm a little bit sensitive. If I'm exposed to like pesticides in some of my foods, my nose will twitch. <laughs> It'll just twitch. So I thought we'd talk about allergies. What is it? What causes it? And then we're going to just briefly go over some of the remedies. And then I'm, I'm actually going to do a second podcast for our members so that we can go a little more in depth. But just for our regular listener, our allergies, it's, a, it's when our bodies have to go, it's a detox and it becomes sensitive because it's usually in overflux and the entire endocrine system just can't handle everything it's being exposed to. Because when we're really little, um, I, I talk about this in my world's disease and homeoprophylaxis course, but when we're really little from the age of one year to about six years, give or take, you know, in, it's not set in stone. You can actually imprint antigens a little bit longer than, the, than six years, but that's the general. So that's why I tell people that as far as the homeoprophylaxis, our bodies from, we're under mommy's protection up to one year old. As far as our immune system, because babies are really born with not a really strong immune system. They're, they're pretty much going on mama. So that's why it's so important for her to nurse or for the baby to have good goat's milk or, you know, other mother's milk for that first year so that they are under that mother's protection. After that first year, approximately 12 months of age, that baby starts producing these T4 cells from the, the bone marrow, from the bones, and then these cells travel up to the thymus, where the thymus imprints everything they're being exposed to with an antigen. And in the sense that if they're exposed to pollen from the beech tree, a flower from a lavender, they're exposed to dust from hay or whatever, all these different things, every single thing that child is exposed to for the first five or six years of their life, they're going to produce a antigen, a cell that forever will duplicate that antigen that they've been exposed to. So they're not, they're not going to be allergic to that pollen. They're not going to be allergic to that fish. They're not going to be allergic to eggs. They're not going to be allergic to all those different things. And so the body is so busy producing that. And that's why I tell everyone it's so important to feed your children raw honey. That raw honey, is, and I say raw because once you pasteurize it, it's dead. So that raw honey, true raw honey, is really important to give to your kids because then they're going to produce antigens from all over the entire area of where that bee collected that honey from. And so that's a natural way for them to build those antigens. Everything they're exposed to, they're going to produce an antigen, and it's going to forever, every time that cell dies, it will reduplicate with that antigen stamped in it. it just It's locked in for good. So what causes us to have allergies later in life? There's something has shifted in either the environment that the antigens no longer recognize, or it's something within our own body that something has shifted and it's not able to react. The immune system is not able to react like, it's, like it was trained to. So there's, there's many different reasons that we can develop allergies at different times in our life. It can be hereditary. Uh, we can have hereditary weaknesses, but 
An actual allergy, according to the Mayo Clinic, this is kind of interesting, but an allergy occurs when your immune system reacts to a foreign substance, such as pollen, bee venom, pet dander, or a food that doesn't cause a reaction in most people. So if somebody's allergic to shrimp, someone else isn't. Your immune system produces substances known as antibodies, or we call them in what I was just referring to as antigens. When we're really small, we, we build up these these cells, these antigens that recognize everything in our environment around us. That's why we're more susceptible when we leave our own country, for instance, or are part of the country, and we travel somewhere. There's a possibility that we're going to be exposed to something that we're not, we don't recognize or we're not used to. And so I know I've even read stories where people, they'll order honey from all over the world, raw honey, to feed to their kids so that these children are building antigens during that five, six years of their, their, their childhood to all these different foreign substances around the world. It's kind of an interesting concept. It doesn't really protect us from cholera or other things in the water and, and stuff like that. But the pollen, yeah, that's pretty cool. Anyway, the severity of allergies varies from person to person and can range from minor irritation to anaphylaxis. A potentially life-threatening emergency, while most allergies can't be cured, treatments can help (laughs) relieve your allergy symptoms. Okay, so while as far as treatments go, I'm all for, yeah, you know, that raw honey, but um, I know a lot of people will carry EpiPens, and I just had a... One of my classes in Texas, the young lady that was there, it was really interesting because I always tell people, Apis, I've seen Apis 200 just take someone right out of an anaphylactic shock, and the swelling starts going down, the breath, they can start breathing again. And she said one time, you know, she knows about Apis as well, because we talk about Apis, it's, it's bee venom, you know, it's the homeopathic remedy made from bee venom. And, and my conversation with her was really interesting because she was... She says, well, I heard if you give 10M, and I'm like, oh, I've, you know, yeah, you could if it's, you know, an extreme emergency. Anyway, she said that she had a woman go into an anaphylactic shock right in front of her. She said, I grabbed my Apis 10M that I always carry it on hand anyway, because this is what I've been trained to do. And she says that I was literally popping a pellet in her mouth every 30 seconds. She says, and she, because by the time she said, I ran and got the Apis, this girl was already turning blue. And I'm like, oh my goodness, I guess I have never been upright and personal with anyone that was turning blue before because they were in an anaphylactic shock. But she said, I'm not kidding you, within two minutes, her color was coming back and all her symptoms went away. I said, that's pretty darned amazing. You know, no EpiPen, no anything. She says, I didn't even feel like I had time to call 911. And she was just popping this 10M APHIS in this this woman's mouth. So, you know, that's what APHIS is like I said, that's made from bee venom, but homeopathy can work so well, so effectively when it comes to allergies that you just, you get excited about it. And the, the closest I've ever come, we don't have a lot of allergies in our family because like I said, I've told, said earlier that when I grew up, my uncle used to raise bees and our idea of chewing gum <laughs> was literally, we got to, after the, the, honeycombs were extracted from the honey was taken out of the honeycombs we got to chew on the the beeswax okay we would chew on that stuff for hours and so we were getting all of that and like I said we just didn't have allergies growing up and most kids didn't because they didn't pasteurize our food to death they didn't you know we were all out playing in the dirt and being exposed to all sorts of allergens that later kids aren't exposed to 
How many moms do you have nowadays that say, oh, honey, don't get dirty. Don't get dirty. No, no, no. Don't play over there. We're not letting our kids get dirty. We're not letting them follow the dogs around. <laughs> you know, they don't. When I was a kid, we played in the pig pen. I mean, it was so much fun. <laughs> and today, kids are not allowed to do that stuff. They're not building up those antigens. It's, you know, it's kind of sad. <laughs> but I remember the one time my I had a friend. Her name was Tilly. Oh, I just loved her. And... I, you know, I'm being paid back for all the things I used to giggle at her about because she was like 82 years old and, and her and I taught a class together. Anyway, she, I would go over to her house and she was always telling me these little words of wisdom. And I say, you're kidding me. I never really thought about that, you know? And anyway, uh, she was saying that when she was growing up, she's, you know, they, they lived, I think about three and a half miles from town. And she said, even in the winter here in Minnesota, they would just wrap their little leather boots. You know, they had lace-up boots, and they would have to walk back and forth to school. And she said, so we'd wrap our feet in newspapers, and they would walk back and forth to school every day. And, and she says, and I says, oh, my gosh, you guys, you catch death of cold. She goes, it's, it's really weird. But she goes, I don't ever remember being cold walking back and forth, and unless the wind was really bad. She says, then it was tough. But she says, you talk about healthy. She says, you know, our the kids in my family, she says, we were always kind of getting sick. But she said, my parents were more, they were more well off than some of the, the families around the area. And she said that the neighbor kids down the road, she said, you'd go to their house and on their cupboard shelves. And well, back in those days, you know, they, they didn't have like covered doors. They just had shelves that they put their dishes and things on in the kitchen and whatnot and so forth. And she said that. She says, you go over there. And she goes, I'm not kidding you, Sue. She says, there would be little mouse turds all over the house, along the edges of the room, even on the shelves where the plates were. And she says, they act, they, none of them even seemed to see the fact that they had these little mouse traces all over. And she says, but you know that, that family, they were the healthiest family in school. And she says, and so she goes, it just tells me that... You know, if if you're exposed to these things, you're not going to be as susceptible as the rest of the world. And I thought, oh my goodness, that just sounds like a a plague waiting to happen, you know. But there again, they were used to everything that those mice carried, and they were their mice. (laughs) It's not like they were going over to the neighbors and bringing stuff home. But it's just really interesting. There's so much truth to all of that and how we build up our immune system. So anyway, that's how allergies are you know, when we, we're not used to something, our bodies perceive it as a threat, and so it produces symptoms. And so in our podcast, I'm going to, like I said, I'm going to make a second podcast, and it will be in our members group, but that's for a more detailed study. And so, but today, I just, I just want to let you know that there's certain things that we look for. You know, like when someone has allergies, the nasal membranes can swell, and they can drain. That is something that we call coryza. Okay, so like if you're you're you have your homeopathic repertory, and you're trying to decide, oh, how do I look up something that's going to help me with this drippy nose? Well, you're not going to find the words drippy nose in your repertory. You're going to find the word coryza, and that's spelled C-O-R-Y-Z-A. So you can look that up in your your repertory, and you can say that my coryza is, you know, worse outdoors, or it's worse indoors, or it's worse at night, or it's worse in the morning. And you look for these kinds of words. And the interesting thing is, is, you know, it can be, it can be seasonal, 
it can be worse for, like I said, the warmth or the cold or whatever. And that's the kind of thing we look for in homeopathy. And it's so weird because there's so, so many rubrics, in other words, symptoms that, that define, like I said, the time of day, what we're allergic to, whether it's cat hair, dog hair, whether it's pollen, whether it's, like you say, even just affected by the weather. These different symptoms or rubrics are how we find the remedy. So anyway, that's what we're going to be talking about in, like I said, our members podcast about allergies. But I just want everyone, all my listeners to understand that homeopathy is amazing, amazing for allergies. And it can just really, it pinpoints those particular rubrics. The other word I want you to be aware of is one of the other main symptoms for allergies is what we call lacrimation. And that's the running of the eyes. It's oh, it just, you know, they just run and run. And I know this because when I had allergies after I quit smoking, my nose just poured and my eyes just poured and I felt like I was crying, but I wasn't sad. It was just, it was just because you have all the symptoms and, and everything is running so much that you, you actually start to, you know, your breath is affected. Your whole world is affected and you just, and it, it doesn't really itch or hurt or anything, but it's, that's all you're doing is just pouring this water. Is it burning? Is it bland? Because we call it acrid or we call it bland. So acrid is when it kind of, it burns the edge of the eyes or they become very sore and itchy or, you know, it, it are the, the tear ducts on the edge of the eyes, the canthi, is it becoming sore? If it is, we call it acrid lacrimation. If it's not sore and it's just running all the time, we call that bland lacrimation. So those are the rubrics or the symptoms we look for there. And the same with the 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 carizo of the nose when that the nose is dripping, you notice you ask yourself is that is the top lip or underneath the nose is it getting raw and sore? If it is, that's acrid. If it's not, if it's just running, 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 and it's not sore, then that's called bland. And we look for that because we have the main homeopathic remedy for allergies is what we call Alium Sepa. And that remedy, it's really interesting because that is onion, just regular old onion that you slice for your sandwiches or you slice to dice up and throw in your meat when you're frying it. So the Alium Sepa is always going to have corrosive and excoriating nasal discharge. So under the nose, it's going to be red and sore and the tears are going to be bland. If, on the other hand, the tears are acrid with bland coriza, that's euphrasia. So those are the two main allergy remedies that we need to know about in homeopathy. And so, like I said, we're not going to have a really long podcast here, but I just want folks out there to know that allergies are helped so, so, so much by homeopathy. And now, like I say, in our, in our second part here, we're going to talk a little more detail about some more remedies, more specific, with specific, you know, allergic to hair, like pet hair or whatever. So, but like I said, that's a little more in depth. And so we're going to just take it that much farther, but not everybody needs to know that. Like I said, it's amazing what you can do with apis, euphrasia, and alium sepa when it comes to allergies. So with that, have a wonderful day and learn as much as you can about homeopathy because you're going to be able to help people all around you. All right. Thank you so much for listening and may God bless you and yours. Bridgeway Academy, established in 1989, is the leader in homeschool education. 
with products ranging from individual classes to full-year curriculum to a private accredited academy. Bridgeway has everything you need for homeschool success. They've revolutionized the homeschool experience by introducing personalized, customized programs and the packages that fit your students' learning and personality style. For 30 years, they've been supporting families and organizations through homeschooling, helping craft the experience that fits your unique needs and goals. They've learned a lot about what works and what doesn't. As a Bridgeway family, you get the advantages of that knowledge without the bumps and bruises they gained along the way. Bridgeway Academy is your trusted partner for kindergarten through 12th grade home education. Visit homeschoolacademy.com for more information. That's homeschoolacademy.com. Thanks for listening to this episode of Homeopathy for Mommies radio show. Please visit Sue on her website, homeopathyformommies.com, and join us right here at homeopathyformommiesradio.com, Wednesday, noon Eastern. As always, we pray the Lord blesses you with good health, vitality, strength, and wisdom.